Welcome, Warriors, to MDC. In this series, I'm examining every single goddamn page of the Secrets of Shadowloo supplement for the Street Fighter storytelling game, intent on uncovering the single biggest secret on each page. Every episode covers one page, every episode is short. Secrets of Shadowloo was published in 1994 by White Wolf Game Studio. Today we're discussing page 43 of Secrets of Shadowloo. We are on the last page of the Shadowloo Warriors section, which means we have reached the last Shadowloo Warrior. Not just last in this book, but also last in our hearts, the Revenants. The thing to know about Revenants is that no one cares about them. I mean, some people might be intimidated by them. Their eyes do glow blue. They do sometimes wear trench coats. You might recall the Revenants from the opening fiction. Some people might be scared of them, but no one cares what happens to them. In fact, not even they do as a consequence of having their minds viciously squashed by M. Bison's brutal training techniques. Here's how the book puts it, quote, The revenants are blue-eyed killers who come in the night. They know no fear and show no mercy. They are less than human. They are the shattered husks of those who have failed to master the secrets of Lerdrit. The revenants are students whose psyches have been completely crushed by Lerdrit's brutal training program. They have no real will of their own save that of Bison's. Most students who try to master Lerdrit become one of these hollow people. They do not have souls, freedom, or joy. Instead, they are crumbling automatons who are dead inside. It goes on to say that nonetheless, they can function just fine in normal society, which is a fun true fact about people who are dead inside. And yeah, they've got nothing going on inside. Despite being technically intelligent, they are just instruments of Bison's will. And he treats them that way. Quote, Bison himself cares not for the fate of these shattered human beings. To him, they have already died. Their bodies just haven't realized it yet. They are used for suicide missions and are often employed when trying to lure an opponent into doing something terrible they'll regret later. Now, one of these uses of revenants is perfectly sensible and therefore predictable. I think if you know Imbison and you know Shadowloo, that if you see a pack of angry-looking, glassy-eyed martial artists with glowing blue eyes coming at you, you can make the connection that these are Imbison brand mooks. Imbison has sent them here to fall to the power of my superior kung fu almost as though they were like putties fighting Power Rangers, just to kind of soften me up before whatever his real plan is. Bison does in fact use revenants this way. They have psychokinetic channeling, they have punches and kicks and grabs, they have decent physical stats, and most importantly, every one of them is so physically and mentally ravaged that they are continually on the precipice of exploding into a flaming skeleton and then turning to dust. I mean, there's no distinction between lethal attacks with, you know, firearms and edge weapons and stuff and just being hit with fists or falling off something in Street Fighter. So if a Revenant loses all of their health to anything, they explode into a flaming skeleton. It's not just Street Fighting and it's not even just combat. I think if you had a Revenant play a professional game of football, let one of them get tackled too many times in a single game, flaming skeleton time. So of course, Bison sends these wretched creatures into suicidal combat every chance he gets. It's like popping bubble wrap. These things are begging to be skeletonized. But the second use of revenants is less obvious and I think has more potential to be insidiously effective. So that's the secret of Shadowloo we'll talk about today. It is, however, a secret we basically already know from the opening fiction. M. Bison uses revenants not just to physically hurt people, but as the text here says, to lure them into doing dishonorable things. First of all, they have the Psychic Rage ability, which we discussed back with the other special maneuvers. The Psychic Rage, aka the Poison Haze, puts you into a berserker state where anger and the darkness inside you will drive you to do bad things, which will then lose you honor and, and corrupt you. The opening fiction did indicate that Bison was trying to do this to Derek Savage, who is known particularly for his anger and is like an up-and-coming street fighter. But 
This page makes it seem like Bison does this very often. It's a common way for him to dispose of these revenants, uh, to send them to go kind of do this prank show thing where they like show up in a Street Fighter's life and just make them angrier and angrier until they do something bad and out of character. And then the trap is sprung, you know, driven to desperation, chi poisoned. You finally resort to kneeing one of these revenants in the soulless husks of its testicles. It doubles over and then Bison comes striding out of the control room, out of hiding, big smile on his face. And he's like, hi, I'm in Bison. Do you see that camera over there? Yes, right there. The one concealed in the death ray. Guess what? You've just been bisoned. As you know, kneeing testicles, even the testicles of a soulless man, is a dishonorable act. You now stand one step closer to perdition, Street Fighter. And you're just like, you got me. Boy, is my face red. And also dripping with sweat, because you have put my body into an artificial state of absolute panic. I must look like a real goofball. When is this going to be on? The question is not when this will be on. The question is, will you survive that long? Because when you begin to lose your honor... For example, by attacking a revenant's testicles, punching a revenant in the back, holding a revenant by his little ponytail and repeatedly punching the back of his head like one of those uh, paddle and ball games, any of those fun things to do with an unfeeling revenant, all of those things cost honor and you're going to be inexorably drawn toward, I was going to say zero honor, but that would take a ton of psychic haze. I mean, realistically, Bison doesn't really have enough revenants in his back pocket to swarm somebody to the extent that they're going to lose all their honor and become permanently corrupted. The best he can hope to do, I think, is to knock down a peg, someone who's got really a lot of honor, like 10 honor, and is therefore resisting mind control or whatever, or just kind of slowly chipping away at people. That seems to be acceptable to Bison. Could be because he has really long-ranging strategic plans to reduce the general honor among the Street Fighter population. Or it could be because he's not even thinking about long-term strategy and he just fundamentally loves it when people do mean things to other people or almost people. Either way, the actionable thing about this secret today is when you see Revenants, don't assume that Bison is trying to kill you or even beat you up. He might be, but he might be trying to essentially prank you, get you to lose your composure, get you to yell at your teammates get you to be mean to fans. And if that's the case, revenants may not necessarily attack you. They can pass for regular people until they go into combat. They're intelligent enough for that, even though they have very limited capacity for original thought, and they're quite single-minded. So if Bison wanted to get to a, a street fighter or something like that, I don't think he would have a dozen revenants jump them. That fight wouldn't even be long enough for a world warrior to dishonor themselves. But let's say you're Zongief, and you're doing like a Make-A-Wish visit, right? Let Bison send one Revenant dressed as a fan, asking you repeatedly for your autograph, simultaneously using Psychic Rage. I think that one Revenant has a pretty good chance of making Zongi fly off the handle. And once he does that, it is one short, fateful step to suplexing a Make-A-Wish kid. You don't come back from that. I mean, Zongi thinks he feels guilty about sitting on the head of a beautiful Swede. How's he going to feel after he impulsively throws little Kimmy directly through a sliding glass door? Horrible. As anyone would. I think that's probably the most fun Bison can have with these Revenants, so I wouldn't be surprised if he's doing that all the time. We've talked quite a bit about the ennui of Bison on this podcast, but I think there is no denying that he gets a big psychic buzz from pissing people off. Definitely enough of a buzz to be worth sacrificing a few soulless husks who are just going to explode one day anyway. In fact, M. Bison's love of pissing people off may explain an awful lot about the seat of his empire, the sovereign nation of Mriganka. Join me next time as we become the next victims to be pissed off by the island of Mriganka on MDC.
This has been MDC. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays, when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big megasode on the top-secret Patreon-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that RSS feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast. Contact or check out the show wherever you want. I am Megadumbcast on Twitter, Instagram, Gmail, Podbean, your favorite podcatcher, etc., etc. Street Fighter and all associated trademarks are property of Capcom. This season's theme music, used under a Creative Commons license, is City Lights at Night by Revolution Void, whose work you can find at sites.google.com slash view slash Revolution Void, or at freemusicarchive.org slash music slash revolution underscore void. Thanks for listening. Now get lost. You can't compare with my power. <laughs>